0: Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Dirtcast. I am Madeline Davies. I am here with my co-host, the beautiful Megan Reynolds. She's sporting a fresh bang.
1: (laughs) Hello, I am Megan Reynolds. I do have bangs, but I should mention that my co-host, Madeline Davies, has a new hair color that looks Fetching.
0: Wow. See, we both look great. We both look really fucking so good. So now that you have us in your mental Now
1: that you can picture see how good we look, um, it's better in real life than you're imagining, for starters.
0: Just keep that in mind. Yeah. There was an eclipse on Monday. Hopefully uh, your little peepers haven't been burned right out of your yep. skull because you stared at the sun like a big dummy. Hopefully you're not
1: blind. Hopefully you made a pinhole camera as the internet instructed you to do so. And if you had a pet and it was outside... Hopefully you gave it eclipse glasses.
0: Yeah, because that's cute. It's really cute. Good opportunity for the gram. Mm-hmm.
1: Really good gram
0: engagement in this I eclipse. A, I had a memory come flooding back to me. Yes. From the 19, I think it was 1994 when yeah. the, there was like the partial eclipse. Mm-hmm. I remember our teachers, our elementary school teachers just like hammering home, don't look at the sun, mm-hmm. don't look at the sun. And... I think just being in first grade or whatever, I didn't fully understand right. what that meant, and so I remember all of my friends and I outside during recess just shrieking, <laughs> just like, ah! <laughs> and bolting for the shade. Oh <laughs> it's just like it was gonna be, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark yeah. or something, and our faces were Your just gonna eyes melt start like fires. Sp- bounce out of your eyeballs like everything and just over but just yeah bl- like blindly <laughs> screaming and running for the hills
1: oh that's not- i don't remember i mean i was alive during the last one i just do not remember it at all well apparently I've, there's another one in what seven years 2024 if we're still both in new york we'll be in closer to the path of totality sure which is a very dramatic phrase that i enjoy
0: Yeah, the path of totality. I
1: mean, this is so... I mean, I'm sure it's beautiful and wonderful. It's gonna be the name of my memoir. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. After we get into the dirtiest dirt, we'll be joined by Allie Jones, who is a writer at New York Magazine's The Cut, to talk about celebrity feuds. Faye Dunaway
2: said, couldn't they at least cast a real actress?
1: Let's talk about the dirtiest dirt of the week. So it looks like Jay-Z has issued some comments on the elevator incident. Broken the silence.
0: He's broken his silence. On getting attacked by Solange (laughs) in an elevator.
2: Just (laughs) obtained by TMZ, reportedly showing a fight between rapper Jay-Z and beyonce's sister, Solange Knowles Solange physically attacking Jay-Z in the elevator at New York City's Standard Hotel moments after leaving a Met gala party. Beyonce
0: just standing strangely calm, yeah, moving her dress out of the way so that yeah. her sister could get a better like giving better like more husband. room to
1: sort of, like really get into whatever needed to be happening. Ah. There has been much speculation about, like, why that was actually happening but I do not believe we've ever heard Jay-Z's side of it until recently. Yes. Hence the breaking of the silence.
0: And it really even, it was breaking of the silence in the most Jay-Z, Beyonce way possible, mm-hmm. which is not which is like saying anything yeah. at all.
1: He made these comments to Rap Radar, and the quote is, We had one disagreement ever. Before and after we've been cool. Solange is like my sister. I will protect her. That's my sister, not my sister-in-law. My sister, period. 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 That and that and there you go. <laughs> um, okay.
0: God, that video is so crazy though. It I is I still think about it all the time, just because I think again, Jay-Z and Beyonce are a couple that's so controlled mm-hmm. and you only mostly see what exactly what they want you to yep, see. Exactly. And then this was the one time ever that we saw something that they didn't want us to mm-hmm. see, which I think is why we all kind of latched on to
1: it. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, this is, like, the messiest they have ever been in public and probably the messiest they will ever be in public ever again. Plus, they were all in formal wear. Yeah. That's the—I <laughs> mean, that's just a fun touch. Yes. <laughs> like, a nice addition is that they're all wearing, like, very expensive gowns.
0: If I ever end up in a family brawl, mm. I would like it to be, uh, like, after a very nice black mm-hmm. tie event because that feels very dynasty. It does, It's nice to be like
1: scrapping with a sibling while wearing like a Givenchy item, like a lot, like with a false lash, maybe.
0: Mm -hmm. Maybe Mm -hmm. you've got
1: the shoe, you're probably gonna throw a shoe. It's like a whole,
0: I get it. Right. And it also is just, you know, we might be putting on the illusions of being fancy, but we can scrap. And as proven. So basically,
1: all right, that's the biggest non statement one could say. We know that they are fine. Yeah. They're the fine. Yes. So we're going to have to. I think this is maybe his telling the world that, hey, guys, we're good.
0: Yeah. Move on. Go away. Exactly. There are also, other things. I will not. <laughs> 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 you don't uh, tell me what to do, Jay Z.
1: <laughs> You're not the boss of me, Jay Z.
0: I mean, I he's... will, on my deathbed, it'll, <laughs> my grandchildren will be coming up mm-hmm. to me, paying, paying their respects, asking, you know, what is the final wisdom mm-hmm. you can impart Off on west, us? Right. Yeah. And I'll just say something, shit got real in that elevator.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They'll be like, all right, Grandma. Oh, she's talking
0: about the elevator again. Someone can get Mom. Yeah, she doesn't remember any of our names, but. (laughs) So that's end of that. End of that chapter. Good night, elevator. Good night, night elevator. elevator. Good night, son. Good the night elevator. elevator is going down. The elevator is going down. The Every- elevator, it was at the standard. It too. was at the standard. They were coming down from the boom, boom room. <laughs> That's right. Yep.
1: I mean, I'm sure lots of worse things have happened in that fucking elevator. Yeah. Coming down from the boom, boom room with the standard. Yes, I agree. Lots of people have had sex in that elevator.
0: Oof. Oof. <laughs> true just true. Just that truth. for people who are not in the know is a is a for a while was a known sex hotel mm-hmm. because it's all floor-to-ceiling glass yeah. windows. So people would uh Mm-hmm. above the High Line, which is sort of like a touristy like part of park the city. Situation. Um, and so you, you could go and watch people doing it. Yeah. But even there's two nightclubs at the top of it. One is Le called? Bon. Yeah, which is... I've never... Have you been to either of these? I have. Oh. They're, um, Le Bon has a hot tub in it, which to me is so gross. Oh, uh Fuck no. And then the Boom Boom Room mm. is very 1920s looking. It's okay. actually beautiful. Mm-hmm. But... Everyone in either one of those places is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So Not surprised. I went once, don't need to go again. That seems fine. And you know,
1: your retelling of even just what it is, is enough for me to never have to go. Yes. I feel like I know all that I need. You can get a staph infection somewhere else. You know? Yeah, there are many other places. Get a staph infection. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're just going to put that aside because Jay-Z asked us to. Yes. Out uh, of respect for our father. Out of respect for dad. Sean Carter. Sean Carter. Sorry, dad. Another big, juicy, fun piece of dirt. In disappointing man news. In disappointing man news. So there's this Joss Whedon thing. His ex-wife, a woman named Kai Cole, wrote this pretty insane essay about him for a website called The Rap, basically calling him a fake feminist
0: asshole. It's damning. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were married for something like 16 years. Yeah. And Joss Whedon does have this reputation as being this very outspoken feminist Mm -hmm. who he's created all these very strong female roles. He's the creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which is my favorite TV show ever made. It's a good one. But I will say, like all outspoken male feminists, I am always waiting to see the skeletons in their closet. You're
1: always waiting for the other shoe to drop because there's always some, like, they're
0: being so vocal about it for a fucking reason. Right, like you're trying to prove something. Yeah. Or disprove something. And Cole's comments are just like, basically that he has had affairs with women throughout his career. Mm -hmm. His way of admitting that he's had these affairs are just so smug and disgusting. Mm -hmm. This is uh, her writing for The Wrap. 15 years later, when he was done with our marriage and finally ready to tell the truth, he wrote me. One, don't write your wife. Yeah, what the Just, fuck? Like, Just fucking she's your wife. Just yeah, talk be, to her. Be for like once in your life, don't be a coward. Don't be a dog. Jumping back in. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what Joss Whedon wrote. When I was running Buffy, I was surrounded by beautiful, needy, aggressive young women. <laughs> I felt like I had a disease, like something from a Greek myth. Suddenly I'm a powerful producer and the world is laid at my feet and I can't touch it. And then this is Cole. But he did touch it. He said he understood. I would have to lie or conceal some part of the truth for the rest of my life. But he did it anyway, hoping that the first affair would be enough and then we could move on and outlast it. I can't imagine writing in such a grandiose way of being like, I am the subject of a Greek myth yeah. because
2: me horny. Like,
0: <laughs> wow. Really like true, a true Homerian uh, epic. This
1: is just some like straight up like
0: dick shit. Yeah, and just the, I was surrounded by beautiful, needy, aggressive young women. Go fuck yourself. Go
1: away. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, he's just, I mean, again, he was so outspoken this whole fucking time because he was hiding the fact that he was actually just a huge dick.
0: Yeah, just like a, I don't know. Um, a poon hound. A poonhound. Well, and she a says in hound. the article, mm-hmm. she was like, she basically says that, She did feel kind of weird about how he always surrounded himself with really beautiful Mm -hmm. women who seemed like to admire him a lot. And his response was always, no, my mom raised me to be a feminist. I just respect women so much. Right, so I'm
1: surrounding myself with women because I respect them. Yeah, and you want to put your penis in them. Yeah, like all of them. Like a fucking buffet. So, disgusting. So, I mean, also, what upset, what is like weird and dumb and bad to me is that he... Okay, so she says he, you know, he... He cheated on her. Um, multiple times. Multiple with times. many different women. But the first affair he hoped would just be like, get it out of his system. Right. How, when in the history, I feel like that if he does think of himself as some sort of like Greek demigod situation, where like he's got the pick of the litter of however many fucking women he supposedly says he can get. Like, why would he? It just, that just, he's been lying and shitty from the jump, it looks like.
0: Um, I love this excuse where he writes... Allegedly, I yes. guess we should say. Or he said to mm. her. In many ways, I was the height of normal in this culture. We are taught to be providers and companions and at the same time to conquer and acquire, specifically sexually. And I was pulling off both. So he he had it all.
1: Also just like, it's society's fault. Like, get out of here. It's not society's fault that you're a dick. Right. Like, you it's you are your fault
0: that you're a dick. You are an egomaniac, like mm-hmm. most showrunners are. Yep. You had a lot of of women who were attracted to your power mm-hmm. and your creativity, and mm-hmm. you took advantage of that. Yeah.
1: Another thing she said that she was— this this essay was sort of like um, unmasking him for the dick that he is, and it was sort of like a warning. And she said, Until recently, Josh was Josh was still letting the illusion of our marriage stay intact. Now that it is finally public, I want to let women know that he is not who he pretends to be. I want the people who worship him to know he is human— and the organizations giving him awards for his feminist work to think twice in the future about honoring a man who does not practice what he preaches. But no matter what happens or how people interpret this statement, I no longer have to carry the burden of Joss's long-term deceit and confessions.
0: I am free. I'll also... uh, This poor woman who has... She talks about how she how this like made her feel insane because Mm -hmm. this was a person who she trusted for 15 years. And it turns out that he was actually just a pathological liar who was sort of using her to present one thing when actually living a completely different Uh, life. Like she says she like has gone to therapy for PTSD and she's having all these insane stresses. Mm -hmm. Recognizing that, I do think that this is like the barn burner of an essay that I think many of us would dream of, like, publishing about our exes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%.
1: And, I mean, I'm glad that she did. I am sure that this kind of relationship happens very often, all the time, all over the place. And I don't know if this will empower a word that I do not like, but I will use because it's the correct usage in this this sentence. (laughs) Um, I don't know if this will empower others to start, like, showing what's behind the curtain, but I mean, I wonder about like Matt McGorry, who is a man who is very vocal about being a feminist and an ally and woke yeah. and all of the things. I mean, I actually, even though he really bothers me, I do think that he is probably genuine. I guess because he went to Emerson, <laughs> which is where I went to school. I mean, I it, once I learned that fun fact about Matt McGorry, I was like, okay. Oh, it makes
0: sense. It's like this all unfortunately makes a lot of sense. I feel like I have had enough experiences writing about famous male feminists where they have then contacted me. Oh, really? To be like, thank you. But also, I'm disgusting. Oh. It, and it's happened more than once. Oh, dear. And it always is just like, oh, yeah, mm, see? Check, like, I thought so. Where now I just don't write about them as a rule, because I, I've I said this, I think, on the podcast before. I it, like clockwork if I write if I, like, write about a man heroically, mm-hmm. not that there aren't male heroes. Of course. It's automatic almost that next week it'll be like, well, actually, he was keeping a sex slave <laughs> in the, under the floorboards of his house. <laughs> he, he like there's has no- a family
1: in his basement yeah. for 25 years. Like, oh, no. Just, yeah, so it's okay. trust no man. Trust no man. There's some you can't. I mean,
0: just be selective sure. about the men you trust, but I would say at the outset. Any man who's so outspoken about how much he respects women, Mm -hmm. instead of just being respectful of women, Mm -hmm. there's something going on there. It's true. It's true. Paul Feig, we're coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) You're next. Just kidding. Please don't. Oh my God. Hi. Sorry. No. (laughs) I love Freaks and Geeks. (laughs) Also, (laughs) I'm just mad a little bit that I like, I feel like this taints Buffy for me. I imagine it would. Yes. Well, and it's just, it's like, Joss, you couldn't let me have a damn thing. Seriously. You couldn't let me have one damn thing. You had he, to ruin that.
1: Well, I mean, his Wonder Woman script was like a oh, nightmare. Right. Yeah. How could we not mention that? Right. For anyone who is surprised, like actually like really sort of gobsmacked by this revelation, I would think you would only have to look to his leaked Wonder Woman script, which was not the script that they shot with.
0: No, it thank God. Because it was appalling. <laughs> Basically the Chris Pine character was the hero. Yeah. And it, it was him kind of just Telling Wonder Woman what was what. Yeah. Now that she was in the real world, he had to let her know some things.
1: Here are a couple of really gross, egregious things from uh, his Wonder Woman script, which is
0: thankfully not used. I mean, first of all, he refers to Diana or Wonder Woman as the girl. She doesn't even get a name. Even though she's the lead. She's freaking Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, but she's the girl mm-hmm. and she's so pretty undeniably beautiful
1: he is um there he also writes a scene where to distract the villain she does a uh she does a sexy dance, which is <laughs> ridiculous because that why would she do that when she has so many other things she could use at her disposal but the description of that scene with the sexy dance is, Pretty hilarious. (laughs) I will just. Diana reaches the middle of the floor. She raises her arm and holds still, turns her palm in and brings her arm down with ritualistic rigidity. This could go very badly. Then she moves her leg back and turns fluidly, a curve rippling up her body as she folds into a dance that is sensual, ethereal, and wicked sexy. This is not a warrior march. Though it remains idiosyncratic, it is neither out of place nor unnoticed on the crowded floor. Like, what the fuck? Why? It's so stupid.
0: It's so stupid.
1: It makes you wonder. I mean, because I only, I was a casual observer of Buffy. So I'm deferring to you. But it makes you wonder how much of his, like, how much of his shit was like this as, like, a first draft, you know? Yeah. How many, like, iterations, like, how many edits they had to go through to get stuff that he's actually done to be not, like, a sexist piece of garbage.
0: I mean, I think a lot of Buffy, too, is for to the credit of he had two really great female EPs, which is mm. Jane Epstein and then Marty Noxon. Who's, oh, right, right, right. She did To The Phone. She yeah. did Unreal. Like, she's the she's a very yeah, yeah. talented executive producer mm-hmm. and TV writer. Mm-hmm. So I think he had good influences
1: mm-hmm. to prevent um,
0: him from like doing this basically
1: yeah ideally so anyway given at least just having like that as a frame of reference there is no way that any of this news should be like surprising <gasps> yeah but I guess I mean maybe the details of it are a little like god well, yeah. what like extra dickish like Cheating on his wife multiple times. Like, this Greek god bullshit, which, again, if you look at his body of work, makes sense that he— A man who has made all the things that he has, it would make sense that, like, that is how he saw himself from the jump. Like, kind of like a nerd who got power and then, you know, it's bad.
0: but. Um. It's like kind of like a Bill Maher esque thing, only Bill Maher is more open about being disgusting. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, Joss was making it way worse by like hiding under like his like feminist invisibility. Closing with Gloria
0: Steinem and having speeches
1: about why he's a feminist. If you have to scream that much about why you're anything, then there is, then you are likely the direct opposite behind closed doors.
0: Also, if you have a speech about, feminism and you think you can give it better than a woman can like you're probably like What is wrong with you? Yeah. That just like doesn't make any sense. It's what it, it's ample you don't you don't speak for them you just amplify their voices. Right. It's not exactly. We should out of fairness uh, read his statement to the rap which is a non statement. Okay. Um, a spokesperson for Just Sweden provided the following response to Cole's article. Yep. While this account includes inaccuracies and misrepresentations which can be harmful to their family, Joss is not commenting out of concern for his children and out of respect for his ex-wife, which is very shady. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, now she's being like a bad mom. Yeah, I don't like the way
1: that that paints, that that puts her. It's extremely unfair to her. I don't think his people would let him be like, say like, yeah, I did all that, by Yeah.
0: You know, but... It also seems like if she was lying, there would be... It would be like stronger. Yeah, and just sort of here's what the misrepresentation is. Like, that he mm, never like did like, here X, are the y, inaccuracies. Yeah. Like, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's true. So it sort of feels like admission of guilt, but also, what do we know? It's, I mean, it if, it could be
1: very interpreted as, I would say, like, a very loose admission of, like, I want to say, like, 75% guilt. In conclusion, again, don't trust,
0: don't trust any it. ally. And that goes, that goes for any ally mm-hmm. who yep. is, like, so needs to be heard about what an ally yep. they are. Yep. Um, it makes me think of something Tracy Egan Morrissey said on our show when she said she prefers misogynists because at least they're open about how much they hate you. That's true. <laughs> Which I don't think is a, I think blanket wise, I think there's plenty of I know some good men.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean yes. Like,
0: <laughs> I so know I know a good handful of I them who too. definitely don't I've got, hate yeah, mm, women. Mm, mm, um but, but I feel like the sentiment is valid. Yes. It's, she's not wrong there. So our guest today is a former gawker writer mm-hmm. who used to work in such close proximities and now she's so far away. Uh, she is senior writer at New York Mag's The Cut, Allie Jones.
2: Hi, guys. Hello. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. This is exciting. Allie is. <laughs> um, just
0: had a baby, which is to say she got a puppy.
2: I did. <laughs> um, it is a baby. Um, yeah. She's really sweet. She's a little, her name is Scout.
0: Scout. Was she named after To Kill a Mockingbird.
2: Um, actually, after uh, Bruce Willis's daughter. <laughs> nice stone that ah, we're going for. That is one <laughs> I
0: really enjoy. That I that like that. Great. It's more. It's mm-hmm. more contemporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's mm-hmm.
2: edgy a little. She
0: she's also. Edgy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's freeing the nip yeah. every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You yeah, know, mm-hmm. Allie is like a very good celebrity gossip writer. She's so funny. Oh God. So clever.
2: It <laughs> always has it's the true. right
0: take. It's true. Um, and so who better to talk about celebrity feuds
2: than you? Well, I love celebrity feuds. Oh, I no. love I love when people get mad at each other and in show public. themselves. <laughs> and then what else
0: do what else do we have in our mm, in our lives? Nothing. Our sad little lives. <laughs> so kind of what got us thinking about this is just because the Taylor Swift Katy Perry feud has lasted so exhaustingly long. Yeah.
2: Incredibly long. And it's Longer very boring.
0: It's, it's extremely boring. It's so
2: boring now that I don't know where they could go with it yet.
0: Well, I think that's why apparently they are, the rumor is mm-hmm. that they are going to be performing together, which is just, I don't care.
1: I don't right. care about that in the slightest. But I feel like that's a good
0: launchpad for us to because, talk about better feuds. Yeah,
1: I mean their feud, I feel, is like it's about what it's about backup dancers. Yeah,
0: there was a backup dancer stealing, which is like you can't steal employees. You know, I mean you can, but it's also like Katy Perry offered Taylor Swift's dancers a better job,
2: right? And yeah. they took
0: it, and then she I got think mad. it was like
2: a contract. It dispute. was a contract. It was, yeah. yeah, it's like the most boring idea of <laughs> what a feud could be, but that's how it started. Yeah,
0: and then bad blood came, Katy Perry. Like a year and change
1: later made Swish Swish a song that I guess we are supposed to believe is about Taylor Swift. Your game is tired, you should retire, your fat as cute as an old
2: coupon expire.
1: It's such a bad song. It's too. a really bad song.
2: Yeah, that was unfortunate that she had a long time and didn't come with anything right. a little if more you're, exciting. You're going to hit back. You got to hit <laughs> hard.
1: You can't. And Swish Swish was not the hard hitting um, single or anything really that I think uh, Katy Perry thought that it would be. Um, but she, But she really wants to make up with her. And now they're going to, I guess. Apparently. Apparently. Well, did
2: you guys see that Taylor Swift posted, like, a snake mm-hmm. on her Instagram? Yeah, it did. So does that mean something with Kim Kardashian, though? Because that, oh, that Kim Kardashian well. also called her a snake. Ooh. But the VMAs are coming up, right? And that's where they would be. Katie <laughs> and Taylor would potentially be performing bonding, together. Bonding. Um, I just thought that that was,
0: like, like, a new song's coming called Slither or something. <laughs> I
1: mean, <laughs> I think I saw a tweet that said... There is a new song coming. I don't know what the whole snake imagery is about unless it is, I no, I have no fucking clue what it's about.
2: I think people just refer to Taylor Swift as a snake now because she lied about the Kanye West famous right. yes. lyric.
0: For all my Southside niggas that know me best, I feel like me and
2: Taylor might still have sex. Why, I made that bitch famous. For all my south side niggas that know me best, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. I really appreciate you telling me about it. That's really nice. Oh yeah, I thought I just had a responsibility to you as a friend. You know. So
1: she's like reclaiming, like yes. this snake thing. She's devious. She is devious. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just in general. I mean, whatever. They will either make up or not, and.
0: Who gives a fuck? But I should I think- also say, like, we are recording this on a Monday afternoon, and, like, when we leave, the song could be out, and we don't know. Oh, true. So- <laughs> yep. the song
1: could be out. The eclipse is happening while we're recording this. Um, The rapture could have happened also. Yeah. So, really, who knows? It could be a new world. Yes. I, mean, I feel good leave.
2: being in this little room. It's no nice. chance of accidentally viewing the eclipse.
0: No chance of burning your eyes, going no. blind. Like, we're this- safe.
2: This is a nice spot.
0: If you do somehow see the sun in here, you're like, there are bigger issues. Yeah. <laughs> right. If, if the sun <laughs> leaks through, we'll be like, uh. Oh. Uh, the globe is warm. Interesting. Really. <laughs> Something has happened. Um, but let's move on to like a pop star feud of yesterday. Mm-hmm. A pop of when, your... when ladies knew how to throw down. Right. Which is that between Britney Spears and Miss Christina Aguilera. Mm, a good one. A
1: really good one. So they both started out with having, I feel like, a lot in common. Yeah. They were both products of like the Mickey Mouse Club, like machine. Along with Justin Timberlake. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Carrie Russell <laughs> Carrie was Russell. also a Mouseketeer. I would say personally, I think that Britney was more
0: successful than Christina. Ooh. Mm, I would say record sales wise, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think Christina is like, undoubtedly the better singer. 100%. -hmm.
2: And I think they both loomed about as large as the other in, like, the public imagination because we were thinking about them together a lot.
0: Britney and Christina are a really good example of how feuds can be very much manufactured Mm -hmm. in that Christina was on RCA. Britney was on Drive Records, which is a subsidiary of RCA. Mm -hmm. So it really benefited RCA to have the fans pitted against each other because then it made them, like, buy albums and it made right. them spend more on concert tickets because yeah. you were either for Christina or you were mm-hmm. for Britney. And you were going to be really vocal about it through money. Or if you were yeah. me, you were into Blink-182 because yeah. you are really punk. And- yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Extremely cool.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe you were a little bit more edgy than your mm-hmm. classmates. Mm-hmm. Cool. You weren't. <laughs> Guess what? The test of time, I did not pass it.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, they... This feud did feel pretty manufactured, but even despite that, I still think it was a nice one.
0: I also think that they genuinely grew to not like each other. Yeah, I think you're right,
1: because they could have... I feel like I can see them being friendly-ish if this, like, feud had not happened, if they had not been pushed against each other.
0: Yeah, and I guess if I was, like, an 18- or 19-year-old girl who was in the music industry, and then it was like, hey, here's a girl who's, like, so much like you in a lot of different ways, but she's coming for your fans and your record sales, mm. like you would grow to resent that person just by being like a competitive human. Yeah. And they also have like said some really shitty things about each other publicly. So, oh yeah. <laughs> they have. Um, I mean
2: up to like recently, right? Yeah. When Brittany was joining X Factor and Christina was on the voice and they asked Christina about it and she was like, oh I don't know what advice she's gonna give.
0: Right. Like, <laughs> like very like friendly, but yeah. also like not friendly. Right. I mean, and I guess she's probably like sick of hearing about it, but also, what else you got going on?
2: Kind of nothing for her. I think Britney's probably more successful at this point.
0: Yeah, she's got Vegas. Right. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Britney is
0: fine.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, as I mean, fine
0: as she's going to be. My theory on Britney is that I think all she really wants is to go just like be a mom yes. to her kids. Yeah.
2: 100%. She doesn't want to make money anymore. She has enough money.
0: She blew out her knee. She can't really dance oh, yeah. anymore. She just wants to go and, like, be the woman she was made to be back when she was going into truck stops without shoes on. Yeah.
2: Right. In Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Hanging out. Yeah. Hanging yep. with
0: her, her younger sister. Jamie. Jamie Lynn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And then it's just, like, but I think that, like, because of her weird conservatorship. Oh, yeah. She's, like, still.
2: Well, and you don't know how many people in the family are, like, supported by her right. at this point. Mm. And, like, she's kind of, I mean, I don't know what Jamie Lynn is doing. Like, I think... She has to keep going. Jamie yeah, Lynn she...
0: did break up that fight in that pita palace or
2: whatever. Oh my God. <laughs> <when> she... amazing. <laughs> she pulled a knife
0: and like... It's reported that a friend was struck with a bottle, prompting Jamie Lynn to pull her behind a sandwich counter
1: and grab a serrated bread knife to ward off further violence. The defensive weapon-wielding
0: reportedly did the trick, giving time for cops to arrive and officially defuse the situation. I'm like a big Jamie Lynn fan.
2: Yeah, she's great. She is good. And God bless her sweet daughter who (gasps) fell in a lake and then was fine. Maddie. 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 Mm -hmm.
0: What, it was like an ATV accident?
2: Yeah, that was like a miracle that she like just ended up being okay. So terrifying.
0: I do think it's insane that Jamie Lynn is named after her dad and her mom. Because it's Jamie Spears and Lynn (laughs) Spears and she's Jamie (laughs) Lynn. I, um,
1: but some of the things that uh, Christi- I will just want to read there's one quote that Christina Aguilera said about Britney Spears before her wedding to Kevin Federline whom she is no longer married to she, she was speaking to Us Weekly and she said I know Britney she's not trailer trash but she sure acts that way I can't believe that girl bought her own engagement ring I've seen it up close it looks like she got it on QVC <laughs> which is just so unnecessarily
0: rude. It's so rude, but also just like, like hey, hey.
2: Hey, I guess. But has Christina ever had a successful marriage?
0: Like, She's married now, right?
2: Is she still married to that guy? She's, she isn't they all married. Look the same to yeah. me. They all have the same face, like yeah. Jordan something. Oh right, um, Max something.
0: Yep, yeah. her son is Max. Her son Maybe? is Max. Yeah. Her son is. I know that much. So, and then she had that with like a record. Pro- she had that. She had her son. Her, her child Max uh, <laughs> with her record producer. And then they have divorced. And I think she's married again, but I don't know.
2: Oh well, I didn't mean to defame her. If she has a successful yeah, would marriage you please? now. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually curious. Sorry.
0: When you were, when you, I mean, you were of the the age to be a prime fan of either. Mm-hmm. Did you have a preference?
2: I think my preference was Christina. I went to the stripped tour when she was with Justin Timberlake. Ooh. Nice. So it was like the Dirty Era mm-hmm. um, nice. at the Melon Arena in Pittsburgh. That was fun. I was in fifth grade. Oh, my God. That's so, oh, that was appropriate. <laughs> that is um. an incredible <laughs> fifth grade experience. Um, so I guess I was more of a fan of her, but... I don't remember like fighting about it with anyone.
0: Yeah. Again, I think I was just like, oh, I hate them both. But really, I think secretly I was a Christina fan.
2: Well, Christina was also from Pittsburgh. So Mm -hmm. I think maybe people in general in Pittsburgh just liked her more. Well, and
0: Come On Over, I think, is one of the most underrated songs. It's a really good good song. You're right. It was very underrated. No one talks about it enough. They should. And I don't have that feeling with a Britney Spears song. Like, there's nothing. I'm like, this is criminally ignored. Oh, no. <laughs> Toxic is a is a jam.
2: But I would say that's yeah. rated. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's I, on. It's on the. <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> yes.
1: I think I liked Britney at first, and then when I went to college is when Christina's like dirty situation was happening. And then I think that appealed to like the college, like the trashy college college freshman that I was, and that sort of informed the rest of my years.
0: A lot of a lot of like really low cut. Pants. A lot mm-hmm. of very low cut, a
1: low cut pant for no reason. Yeah. Um, those like she had like really bad fake dreads. Oh right, Ooh, yeah. Right. It was
0: like they were like dyed bright colors. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: like a sort of Burning Man aesthetic. That before. was dirty. That mm-hmm. was her that dirty, was dirty era. Um, the chaps.
2: Yeah. Well, Kylie Jenner dressed up as her oh, and that that's era right. Oh my God, Halloween, that's right. And actually looked a lot like her. She did. Was yeah. yeah, I mean oh, she man. has
0: one of those faces.
2: She's mutable. Her, <laughs> her oh, face
1: chameleon. is very exactly. <laughs> um so yeah, that was as feud's go, I think because it, it felt sort of uninspired. It I don't think it was driven by personal because it wasn't driven by
0: like personal animosity. Yeah, at it least lacked, initially. Exactly. It lacks some of the like and then they Frenched at the VMAs with Madonna. Right. Oh, yeah, they did. They truly kissed and made up. Although I think they still kept fighting after that. I but feel like, are there a lot of reconciliations,
1: like, reconciliations at the VMAs? I feel like it's a good place for, like, pop stars mm-hmm. to, like, come together. Like, they would never do it at the Grammys.
0: Well, and I think they also don't really have to talk to each other that much. Yeah. So it's like you could still hate a person's guts and then just be like, fine, we're going to go do this thing. Five minutes on stage, separate dressing rooms. That's true. It's not like going on tour. Yeah, and then it's like, and then we can market the hell out of it. To something else we can market the hell out of Aretha Franklin
1: <laughs> and Dionne Warwick.
0: <laughs> I think this is maybe the best celebrity feud because it so so uh, the yeah. longest,
1: is going on forever. So please, yes. So Dionne Warwick and Aretha Franklin have been in a feud for like decades. Aretha covered, I say, a little prayer, which is a song that Burt Bacharach wrote for um, Dionne Warwick famously
0: featured in my best friend's wedding. And all through my
2: coffee break time I say a little break for you forever and ever you say in my heart and I will
1: love you forever. She she covered that song to sort of prove that like out of the two singers she was the superior one. She also used Sissy Houston as one of her backup singers, which is like a double, like an extra like little stab. Sissy Houston is Whitney Houston's mother. And
0: a cousin See, of Dionne
1: Yes. Yeah. So, Burt Bacharach ended up saying that Aretha's version was better than Dion's, and he had fucking written the song for her. And that basically started... Both women are women... I don't know about Dionne Warwick, but I feel like Aretha Franklin is a woman who will not back down. No. no, she's, Nor should she. She has no reason to. Mm-mm. She is a better singer than Dionne Warwick. I do it's love fine. when she, like, will throw off her fur. Me too. <laughs>
2: Carry her purse onto the stage. She's,
1: she's <laughs> incredible, um, and I guess there's contention about whether or not she's Whitney Houston's godmother,
0: whether or not Aretha is. Whitney
1: Aretha, godmother.
2: yeah. This Our, yes. sort of reignited the feud, yeah. in recent years.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, which is like none of this is like funny. No. So excuse my laughing, but um, at Whitney Houston's funeral in 2012, Dionne Warwick like said something about why Aretha wasn't there, mm-hmm. and she referred to her by her nickname, and she so she said. Ree's not here, but she is here. She loves Whitney as if she were born to her. She is her godmother. And then weirdly, five years later, five years later. Five years later. Mm-hmm. Half a decade later. Aretha Franklin sends like a long ass fax. <laughs> a fax. That's the best <laughs> <to> the part. <laughs> the AP. She faxed it to the fucking AP. like Being like, I am not Whitney Houston's godmother. Yep, she called it libelous. Yeah, she's like, I've never been Whitney Houston's godmother. She blatantly lied on me. Fully well-knowing what she was doing. Dang. Also, like, who would be that upset of being like about being mistaken for Whitney Houston's godmother?
2: Well, was it that she didn't want people to think she wasn't there for her? Oh, maybe. Probably.
0: Yeah, probably. Or like she wasn't there for her in life. I, I don't mean, know.
2: Why wasn't she there? I don't know. Mm. I
0: mean, we, we, we will probably never get it. You're, an you're about to get a
2: fax. <laughs> yeah, that we're,
1: we're fax. I take it back. A carrier pigeon. Faxes could... are coming for all of us. Oh man, um, so yes, this is this I feel like this is gonna be ongoing forevermore. But
0: apparently there's those women will both outlive us.
1: True. Oh, for still sure. True,
0: true. Apparently there's a Clive Davis event. Aretha refused to hug Dion Warwick. Uh, and then this is from Aretha. She said, Give me a hug. I said, Oh hell no, you couldn't be serious. That's Franklin. Asked if she wanted an apology from Dion Warwick. She said, I don't care about her apology. At this point, it isn't about an apology. It's libel. We've never been friends, and I don't think that Dion has ever liked me.
2: Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Glee.
0: (laughs) I mean, she might be right. Yeah. I also want to say, I put, like, I was emphatic on, oh, hell no, not to project how Aretha Franklin would say this, but just to put passion behind it. (laughs) (laughs) That was not me trying to do anything.
1: There was no, like,
0: bit being performed No. Correct.
1: I like this feud because I feel like it feels relatively um, tame. Is it? Well, I find well, it very... There's the
2: darker element of the... I mean, there is...
1: You're right. I am, glo- yeah, the, I am glossing a over... A legend... A
2: funeral. A legend funeral. Legend. <laughs>
1: Sure, sure. I am glossing over that. But I think, like, I don't know. It's... Are, is, are any of these amusing?
0: Yes.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. I think Aretha is just so good at, like, coming out of left field with something that just feels, like, devastating.
2: Right. Which, well, she waited um, five years just to and send, then she send a, a fax. fax. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's just, like, how long the facts took to send because it yeah. just was, like, <laughs> offline, 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 offline.
2: Like, if Katie and Taylor would just wait years in between doing things, we would be more interested. Definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of divas, mm-hmm. we also have Mariah and Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> oh, They're, Yeah. Also, decade, like over a Mm decade-long feud, Mm -hmm. um, which spawned the most important line of the past century?
1: Sure. Yeah. Definitely, Mm -hmm. I would say so. I don't know her. I don't know her. Um, Mariah Carey (laughs) said that about Jennifer Lopez, a woman who, fairly certain she knows...
0: To this day, she says she doesn't
1: know her. She does. She doubles <laughs> down on it every single time someone asks her. She's like, no, I actually don't know her. What do you think about
0: people still referencing
1: I don't know her all these years later?
0: I still don't know her.
1: Yeah. I have Have we gotten to... Is there a reason why? Is I, it just Mariah being Mariah?
0: Or...
2: I think it's the latter. I think Mariah just doesn't like to be asked about anyone but herself. herself. Yeah.
0: Well, and it's funny because it was on, I think, like a German talk show and... It, the, they asked her about Beyonce and she said, oh, she's a nice girl and a good songwriter. Mm-hmm. And then they said, well, what about Jennifer Lopez? And she just said, I don't know her, <laughs> while smiling and, shaking, <laughs> and <laughs> shaking her head. I
2: love Beyonce. Beyonce is great. Ich
0: liebe Beyonce. Beyonce ist right fantastisch. Great singer. Sie yeah. komponiert gute Songs yeah. und ist eine exzellente yeah. Sängerin. Außerdem yeah. ist sie eine sehr süße Person. Very sweet. Und was ist with J-Lo? I don't Die kenne ich nicht. So this first happened, I think, in like 2009 or something. Yeah. And then in... 2014, Jennifer Lopez was on Watch What Happens Live, which is to say she was on church.
1: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> she's on church. And she told Andy Cohen. What like is
1: your relationship with <laughs> Mariah Carey? I always have heard I that d- there's a feud there. Yes. Um, I don't have a feud against her at all. Um, I know from back in the day, I've read things that she said about me <laughs> that were, you know, not... The greatest. Yeah. But we have never met. Like, we don't know each other. I yeah. think it's from, like, kind of word of mouth of things that have happened in the past that I'm not really aware of.
0: Which is sort of but like an I don't know her comment about I, I don't know, know her. It's know. a very yeah. weird thing I to say. But I, don't I think know the that. point
2: is not, like, they know each other personally. It's like, do you know who this person is? Right. Yes. <laughs> it's like, you obviously do.
1: Right. They both, I mean, the fact is they both know who each other, it, like, that's, I feel like that is not up for debate.
0: I do love that at the Billboard Awards in 2015, Mariah Carey, who is like, kind of a shell of what she once was. She's not mm. the performer she used to be. Are you disagreeing with me? No, I agree. No, okay. I just she's just not. She's it's okay. She's I mean, just she's just earned her right to be like she less. just like gets like carried around by male dancers. Right. Yeah. The
2: recent videos are not great. They're yeah. not <laughs> awesome.
0: They're not really. Yeah. <laughs> But she was performing like this, and it was, like, supposed to be a huge deal that mm-hmm. Mariah Carey was performing at the Billboard Awards. And then it cut to Jennifer Lopez during Mariah's performance, and she was scrolling through her phone super like, in a super exaggerated like way. Like, she's, yeah. like, in line, like, at the bank, just, like, waiting. Oh, So good. Good for her. Good for her. That's I, the real response.
2: Yeah. But
0: I'm, then, again, on Watch What Happens Live— Which where again? Where does where does anything else happen? (laughs)
2: It's where we watch it happen.
0: Yeah, live. We watch it happen. (laughs) Um, Mariah Carey. uh, This was, I think, 2016. She Mm. then responded to Andy's question about Mm -hmm. does she know Jennifer Lopez? Do you know each other? No. No.
1: Okay. She says you know her. Okay, I know she... You know what? I'm very
0: forgetful. Okay.
1: Apparently, <laughs> apparently, I'm forgetful.
0: Yes. Which, again, it's just... She's just layering it on. She will never know her. Do you all have a preference between those two women? Mariah
1: is my cl- my preference.
2: Oh, I mean, I like them both for different reasons. Obviously, Mariah is an amazing vocal talent, or was mm-hmm. at one point. Mm-hmm. But J Lo is like the most beautiful woman in the world. I think
0: she is the most beautiful She's woman. Extremely beautiful, and every year she looks better. It's yes. true. She's aging in reverse a little bit. It's unfair.
2: It is. I don't <laughs> love the a Rod thing though. No. Eh,
0: yeah, I'm he not into it either. Seems like he's
2: like using her a little bit. For what though? His like, businesses. <laughs> I don't know. They're, like, stories of him, like, taking her to, like, business lunches. Oh, what? Like,
0: like, to get investors. He's, yeah. like, look who, look at this. Oh, I don't like, like that. Oh, like,
2: I brought J-Lo. Oh, sorry, I hope you guys don't
0: mind. Uh, sports
2: drinker. I don't Ew, <laughs> I
0: don't know. I hate that.
1: That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your preference, Maddie?
0: Um, I think I am with Allie in that I love Mariah Carey. Like, uh, like you know, Heartbreaker or, like, Rainbow mm-hmm. and Amazing. before. But I just find Jennifer Lopez, like, so infatuating. And I think that they're both, like, good at what they do, which is, like, be mean to the other. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. They are both very good at that. And I don't know. If we're, like, talking about it as, like, feuds from, like, a respect level, Mm -hmm. I think I respect them both more than anyone else we've talked about as far as, like, throwing jabs.
2: Yeah. I would agree with that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know her is really just... It's really good. Yeah, it, it changed society. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: You, just just so it doesn't seem like we're only talking about women fighting well and... i think that there's that's a thing right it a it's thing. like
0: <laughs> people are more into women fighting in the public sphere than they are to men because it i don't know
1: it like reinforces like stereotypes yeah like and we're dramatic we're yeah, you know
0: catty blah 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 which is like yeah we are but that's because <laughs> we're smart and good at it yes right also yeah. that's not true for everybody I'm not very good at throwing insults, but I'm I am mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, yeah, men fight too. Proving that men are actually like among the most petty.
2: Yeah, when they latch on to something, I think it's worse. Yes. Men, than with women.
0: But... Ryan Adams and The Strokes have also been fighting <laughs> for such a long time. Two little whiny babies. Two I mean, a band of babies and then a whiny baby. band babies, babies, babies mm-hmm. and then another whiny baby. I like, have thought about this for so many years because I was definitely very much into that type of music when mm-hmm. I was in college where I I loved The Strokes. I loved Ryan Adams. I still actually love both of them, but I remember Ryan Adams re-recorded the entirety of Is This It? the Strokes album. Right. right. To prove that he could do it better. Oh,
2: my God. But he didn't release it, or he did?
0: He didn't release it. He's like, it's too weird.
2: What? Well, it's weird enough that you did right. it. Right. Yeah, like well, the act alone is really <laughs> fucking weird.
0: And then that he did it again with Taylor Swift's 1989. Mm-hmm. Like, he has this very, this weird habit of being like, well, I could do that differently.
2: Right. No one asked for that, Ryan Adams. I mean... No, no wonder Mandy Moore divorced him. That's... Right? I yeah. mean,
0: if... I would, I can't believe she married him in the first place. There was a really good blind item a while back Ooh. that I very much thought was about Ryan Adams and Mandy Moore, mm. which was about a female pop star actress who was dating an alt rocker who seemed mismatched and that they actually broke up because a famous songstress, songwriter mm. had an affair with him. Oh, so,
2: okay. Who do you think the third person was? I
0: can only speculate, okay? (laughs) Which I have been doing already. Right, sure. I think that she's someone we've talked about already.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's who I was thinking too.
0: Well, we'll let you all, and
2: you and her listeners, oh, what we're implying, figure that but out.
0: I don't, I mean, again, this Jennifer is just, me. Lopez, just <laughs> me, me guessing. It's Mariah. It's Mariah. It's Mariah Carey so, and Ryan Adams, yeah. Oh my God, what a nightmare that would be. That would be fucking awful.
2: Well, they would kill each other.
1: Yes. She would kill him first. She would kill yeah. him. Yeah. Like a meet within like day, days, I would say, of mm-hmm. the union.
0: But she, he would come back as like a really shitty ghost. Oh, he's <laughs> so annoying. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this this dude fe- dude feud,
0: dude feud, dude feud. That's cute. Mm-hmm.
1: This dude feud is dumb.
0: Well, it like was reignited recently because uh, the music writer Lizzie Goodman came out with her book about kind of rock in the mm-hmm. uh, in the aughts, in mm-hmm. the aughties, um, it's called Meet Me in the Bathroom. I have not read it yet, but I've heard it's really good.
2: Well, I read the Strokes chapter because yes. they actually ran it on Vulture, New York Mag property.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, I've heard oh. of, <laughs> of New York Mag.
2: And it was, I mean, it's juicy.
0: Yeah. In this book, Meet Me in the Bathroom, the Strokes tell Goodman that Ryan Adams was a bad influence for them, that he was the one who introduced them to heroin, and they all had these like major drug problems that followed. I will say I have a very hard time believing that like these like princes of New York City because Julian Casablanca is is, like... An heir to like a modeling agency, like he's not, yeah. you know, he wasn't like some like podunk kid who'd never experienced anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, he's like had been around. I have a very hard time believing that it was like Ryan Adams who was like, hey, I heard about this stuff called horse, you
2: know, like <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: want to try some horse? Like <laughs> it was not. Him. They were
2: alleging that he was like waking them up at night and being like, now we're doing heroin, and it's like what? Uh. what? No, I don't. Th- out of all, I can't.
0: Ryan Adams was wildly unstable at the time, so it's like I could see him doing all those things. I just don't believe that he was like the one who like showed these little innocent
2: garage rock boys. Well, and he denies that they were ever doing it at all. Yeah, right. So,
0: but yeah, so that's what they said. And then Ryan Adams responded on Twitter, calling Albert Hammond Jr., who's one of the strokes, Strokes, a shittier songwriter than his dad, which. Albert Hammond, I'm assuming. Yeah, yes, <laughs> the senior. I actually thought Ryan Adams was—he was being so petty, but I thought he was really funny.
2: I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know. So then he said, "I should have gotten them hooked on writing better songs," Ooh. which is like very rude. Yeah. And then because Julian Casablancas, since getting sober, has put on quite a lot of weight, Just gained some weight. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Adams wrote something like. Who got him hooked on lasagna, though?
2: <laughs> which is so bitchy. It's so <laughs> rude. It's, I love it. I, I mean,
0: it, again, It's he, terribly rude. He's been like bitchy his entire career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just because he used to have like tantrums on stage all the time. Like, right? He, there's a really famous story of someone uh, requesting a Brian Adams song from the audience. Oh my god! Um, as like a oh. joke, and which is just the worst when people do that in general, but. Mm-hmm. Ryan Adams, as like a young, lauded Feisty, songwriter, right. just lost his shit. And I don't know. He's like talked about it since then. Yeah. And been like, I was not doing great. You
2: know? <laughs> that was not my finest moment. I but feel like he's still not really doing no, great. I don't think so.
1: What is he doing? What is he up to these days? Where is he?
0: What's happening with him? Came off he was dating someone recently and I can't remember who it was. Mm. Mm.
2: But He's, I think, like, hanging out with Johnny Depp, which is, like, a bad oh, sign. Oh, no, Yikes. that
0: doesn't seem advisable. Yeah. Oh. Ryan, mm. you already have, like, a pension for being kind of greasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't don't want to hang it—don't want to make it worse. It's gonna—you'll yeah. <laughs> You'll only absorb it.
1: <laughs> You'll be, like, a receptacle for his leftover grease.
0: Oh, no. I mean, I guess it's, like, who are we trying to save? Someone <clears throat> who doesn't want to be saved and also That's doesn't true. deserve it, maybe. No. no. I do—I I did, like, actually, his cover of— 1989.
2: I didn't listen to it. I
0: don't think I, I do with it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: sort of don't He's gonna know. He's going to tweet
2: him. at you. Yeah. I want to
0: hand things over oh, sure. to, to Miss Jones over here, because mm-hmm. she has a very special feud that she wants to tell us all about. Super excited Yeah, I'm this.
2: really excited to talk about this, because I've been working, the Cut just launched a series called I Think About This A Lot, which is like we just talk about what we're thinking about a lot. And for me, it is the feud between Hillary Duff and Faye Dunaway. <laughs> <laughs> the what? Oh, my God. Which did happen not that long ago. So this was 2009. Ugh. Okay. Um, so if you can imagine, like, Hillary Duff was sort of acting in right. movies. And she got cast in a remake of Bonnie and Clyde, which is, I, yeah, if you remember that, it's kind of I crazy do. that that was the choice. But at the time, Faye Dunaway said... Couldn't they at least cast a real actress, like in an interview? It's like, has <gasps>
0: she never seen the Lizzie McGuire movie? Right. Oh
2: Agent Cody Banks, like <laughs> oh my God. something. Um, so then Hillary did this like amazing interview on E. They asked her about Faye's response, you know, this Oscar-winning actress saying, "You're not an actress" or whatever, and she said, "I think that my fans that are going to go see the movie don't even know who she is." So, you know. Um.
1: I think
2: it was a little unnecessary, but I might be mad if I look
1: like that now too. So, <laughs> <gasps> oh my god, <laughs> which was Holy really shit. funny. And
2: then, as far as I can tell, like Faye never responded. Up. I mean, I I don't think Why she was watching. i you? Who was going to tell yeah. her? Yeah. But then I think Lizzie had, or Lizzie, Lizzie. Hillary, <laughs> um, had her own sort of like personal bad feeling about saying that because she went on the Bonnie Hunt show, oh which was god. also a thing Hello at the time. Um, Where's she up to? God, I don't know. But they'd start in Cheaper by the Dozen together. Yes. Oh, <gasps> right. So I think that was like the that was that was like her Oprah moment to go on the Bonnie Hunt show. Nice. Um, and she basically was like, "Faye just needs to give me time to like grow as an actress and like I'll be better." Well, all of this ended with the movie completely like falling out of development. Right, I was going to say it
0: never came out. Right,
2: never came out. This was going in for like two years. Finally, in two thousand eleven, um, it was announced that they paid Hillary a hundred thousand dollars basically to drop out of the, <laughs> <laughs> the movie, oh my God. Um, and she had just announced her pregnancy at the time mm, right. with Mike Comrie, and she's uh, like,
0: "He was a hockey player."
2: Yes. Who, well, they're now divorced. Right. But, um, yeah, so she announced her pregnancy and was like, I'm a little bit more excited about my baby than this movie anyway. So she never got over it. She's still just like, (laughs) oh, my
1: God. And (laughs) then
2: I thought of her again this year when Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty, who starred in the original Mm -hmm. Bonnie and Clyde, flubbed at the Oscars. Warren, what did you do? (laughs) I want to tell you what happened. I opened the envelope and it said, Emma Stone, La La Land. That's why I
1: took such a long look at Faye and at you. I wasn't trying to be funny.
2: <laughs> well, you were funny. Thank you very, very much. Thank yeah. you very much. Wow, this is. This um... is Moonlight, the best picture. Yeah.
0: I was like, oh, yeah. I wonder how Hillary feels now. She's just like, finally. I, mean,
2: I wish someone would have asked her. Right. <laughs>
0: <No, no. laughs> I feel like damn. you. Sh- yeah, you should put that out there now. Just be like, I think Sorry. so.
2: What do you think?
0: What do you think of them announcing La La Land instead of Moonlight for Best Picture? <laughs> I mean,
2: she Be like, which movies? Like yeah. <laughs> a Cinderella story, huh?
0: <laughs> That's an amazing feud. It sort of smacks of the Jane Fonda Lindsay Lohan feud because they right. were like starring in a movie together, and I guess. Lindsay was very flaky. Mm. Georgia mm-hmm. Rule. Georgia Rule. Re- oh, right. Thank <laughs> you. And Jane Fonda was not
1: happy about her lack of professionalism. I feel like there are more feuds like those two that we just don't know about yet. Cross-generational. Cross-generational feuds Ugh. that I I think those are the
0: best ones. Because they always come out of nowhere a little bit. Right. Also, I don't know if you remember this, but there was, for some teen mag, I want to say teen vogue, but that feels like too contemporary hillary duff dressed up as faye dunaway in bonnie and clyde i have like a very specific memory of her like in like a tight yellow sweater with a handkerchief and a beret so
2: was this like they were starting to promo the movie maybe
0: i think it had like just been announced or like maybe she knew and like it hadn't been publicly announced yet so she was like planting the seeds but that is just i don't know also like faye dunaway like get over yourself yeah Yeah. Uh, seriously Hey, I don't know. Let this, like, young actress just, like, flounder on her
2: own. Right. She doesn't need to. be Like, help. why are
1: you paying attention? Like, just, are you have other things to do. Fade down away. Yeah. Well, well then Hillary
2: went and she was on Gossip Girl, like, the same year. So that was kind of nice for her. Got that she was on Gossip oh, Girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. like a... Well, I'm a savant when it comes to... Truly. <laughs> I feel
0: Duff. like I'm a savant. And then it's like, no, no. Um, just Hillary Duff. Another one of my favorite, I think, was it Bethany Frankel who, like, told you to, like, that you didn't know what... You, you were t- what did oh, Bethany yeah. say oh to you? God! What? Bethany
2: Wrinkle yelled at me at an, <gasps> an event. It was the Us Weekly Most Stylish New Yorkers event. That sounds fun. Um, and she was the most stylish oh, New Yorker. And I think I I asked her about a podcast um, because the Bitch Sesh podcast about the Housewives. I was like, Oh, what do you think about that? And she was like, Bitch, what? And just started. Like oh my God, <laughs> getting in my face. Jesus. <laughs> I was well, like, Oh, sorry.
0: And considering how like she rags on the other Housewives for like being mean to the little people.
2: Oh, yeah. That was the plot point on the reunion. The <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ramona didn't acknowledge my assistant.
0: I know I once was at a like it was the opening of Documentary Now, that IFC show starring mm-hmm. Bill Hader and Fred Armisen. And the people who are orga- organizing it very nicely kept trying to like put me on the reporting line. Oh. Right. But I was too intimidated because I was like, Am I going to say to Fred Armisen, like, hi, I work for Jezebel, which is a Gawker property, which has accused you of being one of the most toxic men <laughs> yeah. in Hollywood. Well,
1: hi. Like, <laughs> Hello. 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 About your
0: <laughs> Grey Gardens parody. And so I always chicken out on those, like, line reporting things. They're I cannot horrible. do the red carpet stuff. I get too anxious. It,
2: it's funny, but it's like they never want to talk about what they actually should be talking about. Yeah, like, right. at that same party... Um, Andy Dorfman from, who was The Bachelorette, mm. was coming down the line, and her publicist was like, "No bachelor questions." Mm. <laughs> like they just, and she was like, "You can ask her about spring florals, <laughs> like, or oh whatever, god. whatever it was, fashion that we were, <laughs> you know, talking about." So <laughs> it's just funny.
0: Oh my god, I, that is insane. No bad, like what like, it's like, what, what else, the would else would you want to talk about say exactly? I feel like I've had that with a couple people where they're like, I'm actually really over talking about this one thing, and Ooh. it's just like, what?
1: But then mm. why are we talking? Like, right. then do
0: something new, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> change the story, like you're in charge. Um, Allie. Thank you so much. This story was just delightful. It really oh, was. Thank
2: you guys for having me. Um and make sure to check out we just relaunched the cut, a new oh, redesign. So fresh for fall. I'll fresh ha- for fall. I'll have a story, a written story about <laughs> Hillary Duff and Faye Dunaway sometime soon.
0: And <laughs> it's Excellent. like again, Allie is such a funny writer that it's guaranteed to be great. And if both of them don't respond to it, I am anchored for you.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well I can't wait to email and see. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get some statements. Yeah. <laughs> Hillary Duff does not wish to comment.
2: I would like to be removed from this narrative. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Dirtcast, and thank you to Allie Jones. Our show is produced by Levi Sharp, with editorial oversight by Kate Dries. Modena Mofiti is our executive director of audio. Our theme music is by Stuart Wood. This episode was mixed by Brad Fisher. If you want to send us a tip or just let us know what you think, hit us up at DirtCast at Jezebel.com and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.